0: Hello and welcome to a podcast of things we did on the radio. I think it's a short one today. Um, In and out. Let's not hang around. They're all roughly ten minutes of your time, and I'm grateful for you spending whatever slice of that you actually do with us. So uh, a little... What's the phrase? Oh, I tweeted it. Instead of a mousse bouche, I said a mousse and then whatever the French for ear is. Yep, that clearly did not get remembered. I am not even paying attention, so why should you? But here's what we did on the radio earlier today. The big question on everyone's lips... How are you, Steve? Thank you for asking. I'm fine. No, the big question is, what are we talking about today? Heston Blumenthal gets in the news. Are you scruffier than you used to be? Without giving away too much information, I am. I'm an absolute mess. Details of that on the way. Zombie pigeons, ghosts, and James Corden. So all terrifying. So let's see if this turns into a show. We're heading into that time of year when things get a little bit ghostly, a little bit gooly. Can you say that? And there's one in the news. We might start doing Ghost Watch, actually, up until not many days, is it really? Um, TV ghost hunter Yvette Fielding says that she speaks to her dead father, who still tells her, uh, tells her off, and calls her a skinny cow. Oh, and yet you put the effort in to still stay in touch. That's enough for me to not stay in touch even if someone was just at the end of a phone call. You've got to get a medium involved. Then again, you say medium, and he starts calling you, uh, yeah, medium. Chance will be a fine thing, you skinny little thing. Uh, The most haunted presenter, 54, says her late dad jokingly scolded her when she told him that she was on a diet. Ah. Then again, he's probably thinner wherever he is. If he's just ethereal spirits, don't weigh much, does he? You keep in that. I mean... I don't believe in it, but I wish I did because it'd be really nice. I miss my dad and I'd love to have a conversation with him, but... Anyway, this... I mean, she makes a living out of hunting for ghosts, so of course she's going to say stuff in the papers that makes you think that ghosts are real. But this show is nothing if not willing to believe, willing to be less sceptical and try and get in touch. I have in front of me... I've got a Ouija board. I've got a, a goat's foot. It's nothing to do with what I'm doing here, it's just, you know, I've got that one. And other uh, peripheral stuff, to try and see if we can get in touch with a ghost. Are you there? Are you there? Can anybody hear me? Are you making that sound because you're a ghost? No, I was trying to balance on two legs of this chair, Uh, but I am a ghost, Steve. Wow, are you on the other side? The BBC? No, I'm in mean the afterlife, a place where people go when they no longer have any life force. So, quite a lot like local BBC radio, but yes, I am in the afterlife. So what's it like? Busy. But Steve, I, I have a message for you. A message? For me? What does it say? Ooh, Steve, you... HAVE BEEN ENTERED INTO A READERS' DIGEST PRIZE DRAWL. Oh, that's spam. No, you can keep that. Don't worry about that. Ooh. How are you coping? Given that we've had all this lockdown lark and all that stuff, you know, it's in the past now, but it might have had an impact on you. Well, apparently, Brits are scruffier than ever because they can't afford personal grooming. Brilliant. We have two years of not needing to leave the house and only working on Zoom, so who wears anything on the lower half? And then, just when we actually leave the house and it's time to be our best selves, what do we do then? Can't afford personal grooming. I knew it was a canary in the coal mine when they started to put those security tags on razors. It's the, it's the first warning, isn't it? Apparently, we Brits are skipping trimming our beards, our barnets and missing manicures and dodgy uh, dodging waxes because of the increased cost. I, know I buy that. I'm an absolute state. It's since the pandemic I've been... Mainly growing a beard. If I'm not filming something where they require me to be clean shaven, I grow a beard. And I think we've talked about this before. When I grew a beard for the first time, it came out ginger. And that was a shock to everyone. I didn't know. I didn't know I was a carrier. Turns out you can be. But yeah, the rest of the grooming stuff, I've gone downhill. There's a, I think I noticed as well wearing shorts in the summer. I had to phrase this nicely. Sometimes... You might not be well-adjusted. And normally you can just tell there's something wrong with the breeze, but I've lost that reflex now. I'm, I barely know if I'm wearing clothes. News about saving the planet, if you're interested in that. A couple of weeks ago, and you can still get the podcast, we did a show all about the end of the world. Well, news on how we can save it. According to experts, remember, they're saying this, not me. Don't, don't shout at me. People should eat just two burgers a week to save the planet. We're allowed other foods as well. That's not just that's all you get. These scientists claim that a cut in meat consumption can limit the effects of global warming. Uh, the State of Climate Action Report also says that public transport should be expanded six times faster than the current rates. It says to cut gas emissions. My problem with public transport will be gas emissions if everyone's just having vegetables. If everyone's having, like, cabbage, broccoli and sprouts and then you're meant to sit next to them on a train. Uh, open the window. Methane's not going to help it. Yeah, it's awkward, isn't it? Should we eat less meat? Maybe, probably, but here's my theory. If we're only meant to eat two portions of meat a week, I have many friends who are vegetarians or vegans. So across all of us, kind of averages out. So all you need to do is get yourself some vegan friends, and uh, if you can't find any vegan friends, just go down to some Marks and Spencers. Someone will have glued themselves to the floor about something. Just call them friends. I'm getting old and grumpy, aren't I? Heathrow Airport's in the news. Heathrow Airport could reimpose a cap on passengers around Christmas. A daily limit of 100,000 imposed over the summer due to staff shortages and chaotic queues will be lifted on October 31st, but could be back in for Christmas. Right. Although, to be fair, I think I'm more understanding of. Firstly, I've never really gone on holiday around Christmas. It's only posh people who do that, isn't it? So I'm okay if posh people suffer. But if you're telling me I'm not allowed to fly, I'd be kind of annoyed unless it's around the time of year when I think, you know what? They probably do have to keep the skies clear for Santa. No, because you can't get in a plane around Christmas. I know that's exactly what happens in Die Hard, but forget that. You can't get in a plane around Christmas because Santa has to shift. Do you know what I mean? Imagine the speed he has to travel at going from all the countries in such a short space of time It's not worth health and safety. There's no way a traffic control can keep ahead of it. Stay on the land, mate. Stay on the ground. James Corden's in the news. A burger restaurant which banned James Corden for not being funny has been forced to apologise for bullying the star. Now, this is not the actual place where he was banned for being rude. Another place, loads of other places. This show banned James Corden. He's not responded because he don't care, and that's fair enough. But the Beefy Boys jokingly posted a picture of the brick comic uh, saying that he was banned. And then they've been accused of bullying, to which they said, they've said sorry for it. It's all a bit much now, isn't it? The thing is, though, do you know that James Corden, he does have a bit of a reputation for mean things. Now, I will tell you this story with the caveat that it's not true. Let's say it's not true, even though it might be true. And many people think it is true, and I might be one of them. But for legal reasons, this is not true. But you can find this online. There's a story about James Corden, famously known for being difficult. And in the story, he's on a flight and he sat next to this woman with a baby that is crying. And the people on the plane are thinking, "Oh man, that's James Corden." When he hears that baby, have I told you this story before? When he hears that baby, he's going to kick off. This is all, a bit, but he's got his headphones on and he's working on his laptop and he's watching a film or whatever. And somehow he's managing to ignore it. The whole flight goes by with a kid crying every so often, and James Corden's not kicked off yet. Wow. Anyway, the land, they say, okay, you can disembark. James Corden gets up, reaches in the overhead locker, gets a bag. And as he starts to walk away, the woman, who's got the crying child, says, James, you're not even going to help with this bit. It was his wife and kid all along. Ho, ho, ho! For legal reasons, that's probably not true, but also he's probably too busy to try and sue me. Are you scruffier these days? Brits are apparently just letting themselves go. Not only because no one bothered to wash during the pandemic, but then... The cost of living crisis is kicking in. Hang on, where's the cost of living jingle? It costs so much. Too much, Martin, apparently, to try and buy stuff to keep yourself clean. Which means we're all looking an absolute mess, and I'd love to rant about that like I always do, but I'm no better, am I? Look at the state of me. Um, I grow a beard these days when, as soon as it gets around to, you know, having to do anything. Oh, I can't be bothered to shave. As soon as I don't have to film, I just turn into some sort of grumpy sailor. Have you noticed that you're letting yourself go? John's been in touch with a voice note. What you got for us? Steve, I've got rice right scruffier of late. Yeah? Just to blend in with all the uh, holidaymakers down western. Harsh but fair. Harsh but fair. Um, have, you let yourself, have you noticed anything that you're doing differently in terms of personal, personal grooming? It's another thing that if you're just doing most of your work at home, yeah, let's just pretend we're saving the planet by not washing. Do you know what I mean? Is that not just the, too, much, too much information? All right, I'll move on. This is effectively a cookery update, this section, because we were talking about the news story that says if you want to save the planet, you should eat less meat. <laughs> this planet that we're saving. Uh, could we do a deal on it? it. Because... I quite like meat. But however, John's been in touch. Here's a message, a voice note. You can tweet them to me, at Mr Stephen Allen. Hello, Steve. I have cut back on meat. Not to save the planet. Mm -hmm. Just because of the price of it. That's true. So you've got both topics there, because apparently people aren't cleaning themselves as much because of the cost of living crisis. And you can't buy meat because it's expensive, which means you can't have a meat bath. Hey. I don't know, I get I get confused by this show sometimes. Um, speaking of food, there's another story I wanted to bring you. Heston Blumenthal apparently is a se- secretly a very good table tennis player. Right, that's the news. Uh, rapper Loyal Karner said that he attended the World Championship of Ping Pong with a chef, 56, and was stunned by his skills. Well, of course Heston's good at table tennis. Because he's known for his unusual service of food and just you know we'll move on and your podcast done for another day I'm trying to think if we've got any ones that we didn't get around to doing oh yeah here we go blur guitarist graham Coxon bought a country estate to walk around in his pants Around Canterbury of Kent, it's called. A rock. he refers to it as his rocker's retreat, and he likes walking around. Uh, there are no roads near the house. I can wake up and wander downstairs and walk around in my pants. I didn't realise you were meant to make sure that there are no roads near, because I might do exactly the same. And uh, apologies to anyone on the high street. Um, and then deadly disease turning pigeons into zombies is sweeping across Britain. Birds fall victim and walk around in circles. They are unable to fly. Uh, they also suffer a twisted neck and have trembling wings. So watch out for zombie as if we don't have enough to worry about. This show has covered the um, asteroid related apocalypse, the various viruses, aliens attacking, AI taking over. And and now, on top of all of that, we have to deal with zombie uh, pigeons. I've had it up to you, mate. Hopefully next week we'll have better news. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you find it. Uh, You can uh, get yourself uh, tweeting me at, I say tweet, don't want to make bird noises or wake up all of those zombie pigeons, Uh, but get in touch at Mr. Stephen Allen and until next time.